hey nerds it is another friday which means it's another episode of opticians unhinged <laughs> yeah together. i like Ooh. it i'm iris hey lucia and we're at lulu's house notice all the yellow <laughs> again we're here again <laughs> So I think that we might just keep this a permanent thing, um, but I don't know. Technical difficulties have made me given up on doing this remotely. But mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think? Right? Yeah. Still waiting to hear on that. Um. So by the time that everybody hears this, Thanksgiving will have been the day before. So. Uh, let us know how everybody's Thanksgiving was. What did you eat? Are you in a coma? Oh my God. How many pounds did you gain? <laughs> yeah. Did you drink any eggnog? Thanksgiving. You don't like eggnog? Thanksgiving is the time of year where I whip out the eggnog and spike it with the good stuff. This year. I'm you gonna... can keep the eggnog and I keep the good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to try uh, mixing rum chata with eggnog, and I'm going to see how that goes. What? Why? Why what? I don't understand. She doesn't experiment the way that I do. Rum chata is already an experiment. Okay. I mean, you're not wrong, but if I can, like, experiment with it further, you know... I'll let you know how it is. It might be delicious and it might be trash. Listen. I... So, yeah, you guys, let us know what you ate, drank, and was merry with. Yeah. 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 It's the season to be merry, stressed out, and broke. That sounds miserable. I don't know why everybody gets so hyped for the holidays. I really don't. So for the listeners out there, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness <laughs> and I didn't get Christmas. Me neither. Yeah. So for me, I've always found it to be a bit of a marketing ploy, but for other people, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but in my house, we do celebrate it and we have found ways of not being so marketing. Yeah. Cute. I think that there's, like, a limit to it, right? Like, some people just really go overboard. Hey. Well, this is after Thanksgiving. So, yeah, we can talk Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, in my house, we do a Secret Santa. Oh. And we have a limit of $50. So, you have to, like, really think about what you're going to give. That's a good one. Because you only have $50. And $50 doesn't buy a lot. Um, but it, it's just our way of being, like... This is not about the gift. It's about the thought process. I of like that. Getting everything within that budget. So I like that. So uh, this year, uh, my kids are getting more expensive to buy for. So last uh -huh. year, last that's, year was my where it started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the idea came from. Last year, it was my first year as a parent. Last year, and <laughs> I went. I crazy? went crazy and I bought them, like, I got them everything that they needed. Mm -hmm. And while they appreciated getting plenty of socks, underwear, and clothes, <laughs> I don't want to say that any of them were particularly excited right. about it. So this year, we're flipping it up and the family is going to go in and split the cost and everybody's going to get 
one big gift that the whole family has gone in on. So me, my husband and his sister and his mom, they're all just going to go in on one thing. So like we've got a kid that wants a new bike because he rides his bike too hard and breaks it. I, I have a bike downstairs. Is it a BMX bike? What kind of bike is it? It's a big bike. I don't know. The bike you ride? Ah! I'll send Stefan out here. We'll take it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's got two wheels and some pedals. And that thing to hold on to. Chain. Oh man. Sorry. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, let us know how your Thanksgiving went. Um, you know, my goal is to buy local or for my friends only. Yeah. This Christmas. Um. Unfortunately, so. my kids have asked for That's stuff that happened. is impossible to do that with. Like, our oldest wants a sound bar for his TV. And uh, let me see. Then the one that wants a bike. Although there is a local bike shop. Um, but I've gone in there and their bikes are pretty outrageous. They're We're, bikes. They're, they're, they're like a thousand dollars a Get back. Get back. We haven't even started. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys. Thanks I for don't listening know. to our daily musings, how you guys. We're going to make it if this is going to be a permanent thing. I don't know how you're going to make it. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to click through. My click through rate's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, we missed an episode at the beginning of the month um, that was actually a really good topic, but because of technical difficulties, we couldn't produce the episode. So what I did do was I put all the notes for it into a blog on my website. And what's that website? I'm about to give it to them. So (laughs) for everybody that's curious that might have missed it, we did an episode blog called eye drops from hell um there are a lot of over-the-counter drops right now that are making people sick losing their vision fertility issues and one one death one death from an eye drop so um it's terrible right from an eye drop and like some of these were from big pharmacies that everybody uses so We want to make sure that everybody is aware of all of that, especially like dry eye patients. This is getting the time of year where you're starting to experience some pretty bad dry eye problems. Um, So if you guys want to check that blog out, I did link it on our Facebook or you can go to my website for my little tiny business um, and it's erraticglass.com, E-R-R-A-T-I-C glass or attic glass (laughs) it's erratic um i just realized i didn't even plug up my microphone i hope that the audio on this is okay so moving on (laughs) um we had one last update before we get into the nitty-gritty of today um 
trade show updates. So I wanted to give everybody trade shows. Um, so there is a show in Munich in January um, <clears throat> called the Opti Show. Um, so that's going to be from January 12th to the 14th. Um, registration is open for that one. Um, Mido is having their show in Milan February 3rd through 5th. One year, we're both going to go to that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're both going to go to that. And I'm going to write it off as a business expense. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Which one? The one in Milan. Milan. Yeah. And then, um, there is the 100% optical show, um, and that's going to be in London, and that's going to be from February 24th to 26th. Registration is also open for that one. And then um, they also have an award show, and their entries are open for that award show right now. So it's their Love Eyewear Awards. Oh. I know I like the name of it. Um, and that's open through December 4th, um, and they'll be announced on their catwalk the very first day of that show. Oh, and, nice. Uh, when they have their show next year, that's going to be celebrating their 10th anniversary. So I haven't heard of that show before, but I looked it up and it looks really cool. So huh. maybe, maybe one year, maybe one year I can just start in January and then just month to month hop to a different show and then kind of travel Europe in the meantime. Maybe that's maybe. a big, it's a biggie, but you know what? I'm going <clears> to <throat> add that to my bucket list. It's officially there. Bucket list. Yeah. Show year. Bucket list show year. And maybe that same year, I'll be a part of those shows. Yeah. There. That's the ticket. Ooh, speaking that of. That is the ticket. So for everybody that has been wondering what's going on. This is in my glasses. So this is a prototype. Of one of my first designs. Remember, remember, you guys were here. We talked about this last week. Yeah, week before. That she was making me a pair of modeling glasses. Yep. Here it is, people. I can't see me. How does it look? <laughs> Actually, they look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I love these, but I don't want a big. Remember, so we're gonna make it pretty. She's going to get what she gets. Ooh. It's free. Deal with it. <laughs> it's marketing. Anyways. So, yeah, guys. This is one of my first prototypes. It is so cute, I, you guys. I actually made this out of two different acetates. And, yeah. And you can actually see those look like they were made that way. You can't yes. even tell that I glued them together. No. It, it's, it's looking really sharp. Yay! Um, the edges are still rough, but she hasn't. I haven't sanded it, out, it or so. anything. I was just so excited that but we took it off the printer, and I haven't touched it since then. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'm stoked. I cannot wait for it to be done, so I can wear them. So yeah, yeah guys, coming soon. Very exciting. No, they don't look good. Anymore. Shut up. They only look good. Anyways, so what are we talking about today? Taking care of your glasses. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of take it simple. You know, it's it's an after holiday edition. And we didn't want to hit you guys with anything too serious Bam. or too boring. So, yeah. Uh, so last week we had mentioned 
different lens types. And we said, go back and watch this episode, but I know nobody's going to do that. So we're just going to give you another episode recapping some of the stuff that we did, you know, a few months ago. (laughs) So first things first, lens types. Oh boy. So we've got our notes here. We're sharing notes this week. She doesn't need notes. (laughs) So on the bottom end, of our little material spectrum is CR39, a.k.a. plastic. Okay, so fun fact about plastic. Plastic has one of the highest Abbey values. So we told you guys all your materials are going to be graded on an Abbey value. And that's basically determining how well you can see out of it. So with plastic, plastic's going to be one of the closest ones to actual glass, but it's also a big, chunky, heavy material like glass. You know, if they could figure out how to get glass to be thinner and like lighter, like a polycarbonate, I would buy glass all day long. But, you know, every now and then you get those patients that want nothing but glass because, you know, they've been wearing them since glasses were invented. Or the ones that end up falling on their faces and come in with black eyes. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? It would be awful. So that's why I work out every day on balance. I don't work out every day. Okay. You can obviously tell. I don't work out at all. But I do do my balance workouts because I don't want to get old and break a hip. Yeah. Goals in life, man. I should probably start working on those things. Moving on. So the next material is polycarbonate. Uh, Polycarbonate coming in strong with an Abbey value of 30. The best material. Well, depends on who you ask. Yeah. We like polycarbonate. Yeah. It's the best in the sense that it's not going to break the bank. Right. And it does its job, and mm-hmm. it's not going to shatter on your face. And, you know, scratch-wise, it's pretty decent. Pretty decent. Now, that so, one, for everybody that is listening, polycarbonate is your shatter. Are they saying proof or resistant, resistant. these days? Resistant. Shatter resistant. Um, but I have seen, like, polycarbonate will straight up like fold in half before it breaks i've seen some amazing things come through i've seen polycarbonate lenses save lives which is why they use them in safeties yes um so but if you're looking at the abbey value it's straight trash me personally probably 90 percent of my glasses are polycarbonate And I think most of my glasses are polycarbonate. Yeah. The only ones that are not polycarbonate is because I was trying that specific material to yeah. see if I saw a difference, yeah. and I didn't. I don't think I've ever really noticed. Now, I can say I've got yeah. one Trivex lens where I'm like, oh, wow, like this is very crisp. But for the most part, yeah. I find it to be negotiable at best. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I own Trivex, and... But... To be fair, my prescription is not insane. Right. You know, I can't drive without my glasses, but I can survive without my glasses. Okay. If she were to start having a heart attack and I have to load her in my car and go to the hospital without glasses, I can do it. If I get pulled over without my glasses, I'm going to take it. 
but <laughs> that's okay. I'll just be like, oh, uh, uh, they'll be like, go. Oh. <laughs> now, if I'll I start, away, having, I'll, I'll lead you there. If I start having a heart attack, this one right here could not take me to the hospital. Shoot, call me. If it's a hospital that I know where it is, <laughs> we'll get there, and I'll only hit a few street signs. <laughs> Only a few. So for the opticians that are listening, I'm a minus four. I'm a minus two. Yeah. So she's literally half of me, but I'm minus four fifty. Um, so yeah, despite you being a minus two and I'm a minus four fifty, both of us are in agreement that polycarbonate versus something else isn't really that big of a difference. So yeah. Um, moving on, Trivex is next. Um, so Trivex, if we weren't selling poly, I think Trivex was our next go-to. Yes. We were definitely selling a lot of Trivex. Yes. Um, so Trivex, um, you know, you've got your CR39 with an Abbey value of 58, your polycarbonate's 30, and then your Trivex is going to be coming in at 45. So that one's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, and then you start getting into your high index materials. These are those super thin, super light materials um that yeah, unless you have a big prescription you don't need i don't start using high index until probably like plus or minus like six i'm usually somewhere around there uh then again it depends on the patient yeah i i started doing uh high index or trivex at a minus four plus or minus four yeah depending on what they were wearing and their budget. So, their budget's a big thing. Right. I think for me, most of my patients ended up in polycarbonate just because for their prescription versus it the cost is, for yeah. the upgrades, it just it just wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. Um so on the low end of the high index, we've got our one six zeros. <clears throat> so our one six zeros, those come in with an Abbey value of forty-two. And then one six seven high index, which mm -hmm. is gonna be your next thinnest lightest, is 32 and then 174 has an abbey value of 33 so yeah for the patients that are listening um if you know you are one of those people that actually do experience a noticeable difference in your materials and i'm not saying that that doesn't exist right i'm just saying that you and i don't notice it. right but i definitely do think that there's some people out there that do notice those differences mm -hmm. Um, but you know, if you're wanting something that's really good for your vision and a thinner, lighter material, I would probably err on the side of caution and say, go with the Trivex. Mm -hmm. If, if it's going to fit in your budget, um, it's going to be a little bit more than a polycarbonate, even if you have insurance, but not astronomically mm -hmm. more like the one six, seven or the one seven, four. And for the patients that are listening, if you are interested in those super thin, super light 174 high index, you cannot buy them unless you put anti-reflective on them. So if you don't like anti-reflective, that's not the lens for you. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Mm. So, but at which... Honestly, if you're going to spend the money on that, you need to load that up anyway. Yeah. And buy a warranty if, if it's available. Um, or needed. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always good to have a warranty in place because, you know, a lot of those big box opticals will mm, not yeah. actually let you use the free warranty yeah. that's provided. 
by the manufacturer. Trade secrets. If you go to a big box optical, there are warranties offered by the manufacturer of your lens that they're charging you to use one time for one year where most of those manufacturer warranties are two years. Actually, I think the big mamma jamma of anti-reflectives actually changed to an unlimited yep, warranty. They sure did. Unlimited warranty. But you go to big box, it's going to be one year warranty. You got to be $25, $30. So, sure do. fun facts, you guys. Know where your money's going and know what your options are. But if you go in there and you're well-informed and you're like, no, 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 I'm not paying for a warranty because I know your lab has a warranty available. I guarantee you some corporate schmuck is going to tell you, go ahead and send it in and honor that warranty because if not, they're going to lose patient. How many times has that happened to you? Has that happened to you? That's happened to me. So there's that. So yeah, that's the lens materials, you guys. Um, we're going to be telling you how to take care of your glasses today. Some of that does include your lenses. Some of it includes the frame. Um, Don't but do this. That's on my list. So we have a list of things. She has a list. We should and should not be doing. I always I have, have a list. I'm the list queen. I, I like water. I just kind of feel that. You do? So in Lucia's world, she just rips the Band-Aid off. And she does things. Yeah. In Iris's world, she <laughs> drives herself crazy and amplifies her anxiety to the nth level and then comes out with pages and pages of notes. <laughs> of things she knows. Yeah. That no needs no notes. That, no, it doesn't need notes. But I'm forgetful because I have anxiety. You would not forget how to clean glasses. No, but I would forget to make some mentions of some of these. So the number one thing on our list is not to our put list. them on your head, right? So Lulu, do you want to tell people why we don't put them on our head, even though she's like the prime offender of this? You're going to laugh at me. Okay. So your glasses should look like that. Mm -hmm. Nice and pretty and straight. Mm-hmm. So don't do this or your glasses will end up like this. Yeah. Now, that's not the most difficult thing to fix. It's not. Um, but depending on... But you can't do it at home. So then you have to go somewhere. And then they have to fix it. And then they may or may not have an attitude about doing it. And then you're going to go home and you're going to do this again. And then you're going to become the regular of the office that comes in needing the same wash, rinse, repeat, repair. So, yeah. let's just say don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. Um, what? So. What's next on your list? Lenses. So, oh my God. you guys, there's a certain way to and not to. Okay, okay. Your there's, a, there's a cleaning cloth right next to you. Okay. I'm going to open it on this side just because we're not sponsoring any particular company. So you guys usually get a little cleaning cloth that comes with your glasses. And listen, these things are free, okay? I don't care where you go. I've worked at several places. And if a patient came in and said, hey, could I have a little bit of the uh, one of those cleaning cloths? I have never said no. 
No. Never. Ever, ever. I don't think so, I've ever heard anybody say, no, you can't have a cleaning cloth. Never. Box. So, <sighs> get yourself at least four of these. Mm -hmm. Put one on your desk, one on your car, one on your purse, one in your back pocket. I don't know. Put them everywhere. Okay. So, I'm going to say one more thing about this thing. Okay. So, these are great. Use this on your glasses. Mm -hmm. But wash them. Yes. So uh, that we had a section of things that you should do that nobody tells you. <laughs> so cleaning cloths. I don't care if you're coming from big box or private practice or Walmart or Costco. I don't care. They have cleaning cloths. They will give them to you and they'll usually give you a little tiny bottle of spray. Not everybody will give you the spray. Some places are so cheap okay. that they want to charge you for it. That's okay. And that's you okay don't too. need the spray. Yeah. You really don't need the spray. The no. spray is convenient. It is. You can just water yeah. for a bath mm -hmm. and use this to dry. Or soapy water. Or soapy water. So uh, every so often, you know, especially men, male patients, especially like the hardworking mm -hmm. laborers of the world, mm -hmm. you guys, once a week, you should totally be cleaning your frames. Not the lenses, <sighs> but the frame. Um, take a little bit toothbrush. of lukewarm water, a toothbrush, and you're going to want to get like into your hinge areas with the toothbrush. You want to clean all along your temples, get your nose pad areas, do your lenses, get, do the whole nine yards and then just pat them dry with like a microfiber. Um, but that way you're stripping off all of that nasty grease and oil and if you're a girl and wear makeup you get crusted up makeup in mm -hmm. there yes and then it'll start to like break down the color yeah so the color of your frames will start to like just disappear because it's got nothing but old oil and and nastiness so these you know wash by hand mm -hmm. soap and water nothing with fragrance or you know just dawn soap not sponsored by Dawn. Uh, <laughs> it cuts the <laughs> grease. Um, and then an air dry. Just put it over like this on your sink overnight. Yep. yep. That's, That's it. it. That's all it takes. That's it. You can wash them in the washer and dryer. Um, but the big thing is if you're going to be doing them with laundry, do not use fabric softener. Um, the fabric softener will stay in the material like it's designed to do to make it soft, but it also makes your lenses super duper streaky. Yeah. So no fabric softener. And listen, if you are a lazy bum and if you are, you know, you are, I'm not trying to insult you or anything, mm -hmm. but if you are and you're like, nah, I, I want to do that. Then hop from optical to optical being, Hey, do you have those sales? Can I have a couple? Yeah. And then make yourself a big stack and then. These, these, mm -hmm. once you've used them, let's say 20 times, they're trash if you're not going to wash them. Yep. Okay? Yeah. And that's it. And that's that. That's that. Don't use toilet paper <laughs> or paper towels. These. Don't do that. You guys, if it was once made from a tree. If it was once <laughs> alive. Yeah. Don't <laughs> use it. Um, the fibers in the paper will just scratch your lenses to the, the nth degree and the beyond. The inside of your shirt. Yeah. Was once alive. Yeah. Don't do it. Everybody uses their shirts. 
we use our shirts. We try not to, uh, but you know, it's just a matter of convenience and people just do it. And we get that. <laughs> so when you do do that, oh uh, just know if your shirt's really dirty, um, or maybe if, if you're working, sweaty, maybe cutting the grass. Maybe don't use that shirt. Maybe going up the stairs. Did I tell you about that one time that I scratched my lenses because I used a towel that had dried paint on it and I didn't realize it? So one time there was... Oh, I would be so mad at myself. I was livid. And I had just gotten replacement lenses for that one. I was so mad. It was like a deep gash. Um, So I'm like just wiping and there was a little corner of the towel that had dried paint. And like, you know, I was kind of holding it, you know, sort of like this and the dried paint was on this side and I'm rubby, rubby, rubby. And then I was like, what the ham and realized it was just a big giant scratch from dried up paint. So yeah, you guys be careful, make sure that you're using clean materials and that you're using the right materials. Right. Um, it breaks it down. It, it does. It breaks down your materials. It does. And then the life of your lenses is not going to be as long as it could be. And like we said, most places will only give you a one-year warranty unless you know better. And, you know, you use our little tricks with the trade because we love to give those away. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Maybe um, we should do a full episode of optical tips and tricks no. yeah i think we should think what do you should. guys think we we have a lot of little secrets to spill and we're just hoarding them <laughs> we are why are we hoarding well you're i'm still, still sort of in the industry i don't give a flip it would be my luck i'd been to try to become a legitimate frame line and some big giant mega corporate finds a hole is like no way she spilled all of our secrets <laughs> Oh, well. But at the same maybe. time, maybe that'll work to my benefit. <laughs> Me, on the other hand. So, um, moving on. My next favorite indicator that an old person brought me a frame. Do you want to guess? Ugly? No. <laughs> no. So, let's, let's say that you and I were at work, right? And right. You, you bring me some lenses, and I'm sitting in, in oh, the lab. Oh, face cheese. Oh, no. Oh, God. Ugh. That was not it, Ugh. but face cheese is awful. Ugh. So, uh, for the patients listening that don't know what face cheese is, <sighs> I'll let Lucia explain it. Okay. So, if you have a frame that has nose pads, okay, between your nose pad and the screw, as... You go about your day, you know, the cells on your face fall, right? And they get deposited in that hole. Over time, it turns green. And then you bring it to someone like us. And they take that screw out and it'll literally go. Yeah. Yeah. And for you all disgusting people. That you can see, you have green stuff on your face and your glasses and do nothing about it, shame on you. Because then it gets like hard. Oh god. And it doesn't move very well. So then you're like, eh, my glasses are uncomfortable. Because the nose pieces aren't moving, right? Because they're supposed to move. They're a supposed bit. to move. <laughs> and then we have to 
take the screw out because and at this point we have to wash the frame first yeah. because we can't get to the screw because there's so much face cheese on it and then we have to roll and it's like a loogie depending on the person Ugh. like Ugh. depending on the patient so this can be like months of yes. buildup or this could be years, years of yeah. buildup there's no amount of time but this goes back to me say i think maybe at least at least once a month Oh. You should do a full frame yes. deep clean. Um, now, uh, for the face cheese people of the world, the only way to really help prevent that is to take the toothbrush. And we say Dawn dish detergent specifically, just the regular blue Dawn. Yeah. Because it cuts grease. Mm -hmm. So it does um, really good. Yeah. I just put the Dawn on the toothbrush like it was toothpaste. And I'll just scrub right in there onto the nose pads. Um, but make sure that you guys are being careful around the lenses so that you're not scratching the lenses. Um, and or, if you come in to an optical place and you're like, hey, could you clean my glasses? And they come back and you visibly see, oh my gosh, these look like brand new. I absolutely hated when people said that. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't have a special set of skills. I'm using the same things you have at home. Yep. But you just didn't do it. Yep. And then you ask me. It's like it's like if I was a nurse and you were capable of wiping your butt, but you chose not to. It's the same thing. No. Ew. Yeah. Ew, people. We would have. Turn this yeah, we would have <laughs> some patients that would come in and they're they're perfectly capable of cleaning their own stuff and just never would they would bring it to us and i have no problem cleaning it but you know don't complain about how disgusting it is when you're not doing anything to try to remedy that and i get it like some people just don't know and we would educate our patients but, but those if, same patients sometimes would come back with yeah, the same problem. if i've educated you and you come back with the same thing I'm going to start Come charging on, you for those free nose pads. Come on, man. Yeah. That's nasty. Um, yeah. So. Mine. You're going to laugh when I say this. So let's say that you came into the back. You handed me a frame. You're like, bro, look at this. And the lenses are covered in film. What is it? I don't know. Like, a, like a, a, a dense, very spotty film <gasps> i can't believe you don't know that. Don't know. hairspray oh old woman. Hairspray. old woman hairspray so guys ladies that is so hard to take off it's impossible to take off oh. so with our little old betty's right the this is usually like i'm gonna say probably at this point the 70 and up club maybe the Aquanet lovers. Yeah. So there, <laughs> there was there was an era where women just and they still forever with the hairspray. I think if you were in your twenties and thirties in, in the eighties and nineties, yeah, yeah, you so, are that person. Mm -hmm. You still do it, and yeah. that, you know what? That's okay. Y'all's hair be looking great, and it don't move. But <laughs> but um, 
before spot. you go and apply your hairspray, and I'm going to also apply this to perfumes and colognes yes. because we we are of a generation that loves oh, to do this. Um, but yeah, so hairsprays, colognes, when you guys are putting those on, let's take your glasses off. I always say cover them with like a washcloth um, and then do your your spray routine wait a minute and then put them on after the, the proverbial dust has settled. Another thing that we want to talk about, um, moving back to how we wipe our lenses off. Um, you guys, you can use the spray. You can use the watered down Dawn. Like we mentioned, what we should not be using is Windex. No bleach. Gosh, no alcohol. No peroxide. Witch Hazel. What else have you come across? Oh, man. I mean. I feel like Drano has probably existed in there at some point. Everything. Every, now, I am going to say, if you are like alcohol, well, my wet wipes have alcohol. Listen. Hmm. The glass cleaner that are alcohol-based, the wet wipe things, that is for extreme circumstances not and daily cleaning i'm talking about you went hiking mm -hmm. and you fell in the creek and now there's mud in your glasses go ahead use the wet wipe your gazillion miles on the air in a plane mm -hmm. go ahead use your weight wipe wait yeah. wait 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 um but it's not for every day and it's not for all the time. No. It's like absolute circumstances. You're at a fair or. I always told my patients, like, look, let's say that you're going to like uh, one of your kids' sports events, like a football game right. or a basketball game. Okay, cool. Throw some of those in your back pocket. If you find that you need them, use them. But if you are going to work and you're a woman, those little tiny bottles of cleaner sprays will fit in your purse, no problem. They'll actually usually fit in your case, depending on the case you have, along with your cloth. Yeah. Um, or if you're a gentleman, you can leave your spray in the car, in the glove box. Yeah. But the there's a big misconception around those wipes. We hear so many people say that they use the wipes, but then they'll also, on the same same token, be complaining that their lenses look scratched or that their vision is blurry. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the time when we've really kind of done our homework and our troubleshooting, we found that it's actually those wipes. And I have a lot of other opticians that say don't use these. So it's not yep. just us yep. by any means. So try to avoid using those, but also try to avoid using anything that's got a ton of chemicals in them. Um, the reason why we're not really recommending alcohol-based products that have a lot of alcohol in them um, is or ammonia. Oh, God. Um, it eats your frame material. Um, over time, it'll start to break it down. Your frame materials, especially if they're plastic, this is a porous material, um, very porous, and it doesn't take much to ruin it. But a lot of the times our lenses are porous too. And over time, it'll start to break your lenses down um, or your anti-reflective or whatever else you might have. So try to just stick to the warm water and soap or just water if you need to go just the water route. Yeah, it like literally you can put it under warm water and do this number. Mm -hmm. As long as your cloth is clean, the with streaks will finger. come out. Well, with the finger oh. under the water, just kind of 
I don't think I've ever tried it with just my bare finger. Yeah, and then I usually do it smart to get the water, extra water, and then I grab my cloth. What my cloth go? Because now I just put my fingerprints over this. Um, there you go. It's a yeah. cloth. <laughs> so, grab your cloth. Mm -hmm. I like to go up and down, up and down, and then I go all around. I feel like one day we should have an episode where we show people how to properly pop your lenses out. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, there's there's occasionally a need for that. Yeah. You'll get, um, let's say you go to the beach, you can end up with sand in your eye wire. Um, and sometimes it, if you're anything like me, it just gets on your nerves. I don't think it's necessarily harming anything, but, you know, you don't want your glasses to be covered in sand. Um, another thing that we wanted to chat about, um, soft cases. So mostly older patients, they're always wanting those little flat, soft cases to put their glasses in because they're not as bulky. Um, the reason that you can't usually find those at your optometrist office is because those aren't doing anything to protect your frames. No good. So we always want to recommend going with a hard case. I'll show you mine. So these are hard cases, you guys. And they'll usually open up. This is what we call a clamshell. Um, so that way you can put your frames in, you can close them, and then it'll be fully protected. And if it's banging up against things, it's not going to hurt anything. If you're a woman, make room in your purse. <sighs> Um, if you're a man, good luck. Um, <laughs> that's all I can really say about that. Well, okay. If you're a dude, you have big pockets. I mean, yeah, come they on do now. have bigger pockets. Yeah, than us. yeah. Um, women get the gym. Um, let me see. So, uh, oh, never sit your glasses face down. I don't know how many times I've seen people do this. And always try to take your glasses off, you guys, with two hands. As um, I've been taking my glasses off with, with all the episode. You know, um, do as we say, not say as we do. Not <laughs> do as we ah, That's what I just said. Do as I say, not as I do. Whatever. I'm making it longer than it needs to be. Whatever. So... <laughs> Uh, the reason why we always recommend doing the two-hand method, when we're taking our glasses off with one hand, it will always put additional strain on the opposite hinge, um, which can cause that hinge to break over time. So if you are a patient or maybe you're another optician who always has the same side of your glasses break on more than one pair, um, or even on the same pair, maybe just that same left or right hinge. It's always breaking. It's probably how you're taking them off. I'm not going to say 100% it's how you're taking them off, but it probably is. Um, also, avoid sleeping in them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys have, like, I would say get yourself a bedtime pair. If you like to watch TV before you go to sleep and you're notoriously. We talked about this last week. Yeah. You're notoriously falling asleep in them. Keep yourself a cheapy bedside pair, and that way, if they fall apart, they're not as expensive to replace. Um, and another thing, this one was kind of a big deal, but also not. Um, you guys, if you have a job that requires safety glasses, 
most of the time, your employer, if they require it, will usually have a contract with an optical somewhere with a safety program. Um, but what I have always gotten really annoyed with are people that work in environments that have really lax safety pr protocols where it's like, yeah, we require them, but only when OSHA shows up. <laughs> and then they use their personal benefits, their, their vision plan benefits <gasps> to get themselves a pair of glasses that they use every day as their safety glasses. Um, you guys, if you're at work and something happens, your regular frames are not built to take that that hit. Whether it's chemicals, your your lenses aren't going to protect you from the chemicals coming in through the sides and the back, or if it's an impact problem, most ophthalmic frames are not going to be constructed in a way that's going to survive an impact. Um so, yeah, stop wasting your benefits on stuff that your job is otherwise probably willing to cover or ask about reimbursements or if you have a health savings, flex savings, use your benefits. Um, but whatever you guys do, don't use your ophthalmic frames as safety glasses. Yeah. Um, it's not good. And then if they end up getting broken, you have nothing to replace them with. And then you're just going to walk around blind for the next <sighs> two weeks because that's an average of how long it takes. Um, so I had a list of things that we should do, but we managed to cover a lot of those. Um, yes. so we don't need lists. there, there was, <laughs> there was one thing on there that said, um, things that you should do that no one tells you. Oh, okay. So we already said you should be washing your cloth. Okay. You should be taking your glasses off with two hands. Okay. Um, that we should be washing the frames. Um, we've, we're always lecturing you guys about having backup pairs. Yes. We're never going to stop lecturing you guys about backup pairs. But the one thing that we did not mention that has happened, not in a giant frequency, but you guys, if you work in a kitchen where you really love to cook, take your glasses off before you open your oven door or before you take that lid off that boiling pot. Um, steam damage. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yes. And it's usually pretty bad. Um, and it, it won't really, it's not going to affect your face as much as it's going to affect your lenses. And the frames are usually fine. But the lenses get crazed from that sudden burst of heat. So let's say that you guys are, it's winter time. Let's say that we're outside and we're doing something outside, whether we're doing wintertime gardening or maybe we're out walking the dogs and we come inside, our lenses are super cold. And then we go to check on that bread in the oven and we open the, open the oven door and this blast of heat comes out. You know what I'm talking about when your hair starts kind of blowing backwards Thanksgiving, it just, everybody spent all day in the kitchen for Thanksgiving. And at least one point, somebody opened an oven door and it was like, Whoa. so that can damage your lenses. And if it hasn't yet, that's great. But we are here to tell you we have had to replace lenses because of that. Now, that is not necessarily just for blast heat. 
Uh, that can also happen if you leave your glasses in your car in mm. the summertime. It will also happen. It's just going to take longer. Uh, and when we say don't leave your glasses in the car, that includes putting them into the glove box. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why so many people mm. think, oh, okay, don't leave them in the car. Well, if I put them in the glove box, they'll be fine, right? And we're both like, Mm-mm. no, <laughs> it is gazillion degrees in your car. Um, but yeah, you know, so don't, don't leave your glasses in the car winter time overnights and stuff. That's one thing, depending on where you live, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, get in the habit of taking them out with you. I, I can't, <sighs> the privilege, how many people have complained about, I don't want to carry around two cases, one for my sunglasses and one for my clear pair. Okay. I carry one case. Me too. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I alternate my frames out of that one case. You only wear one pair of glasses at a time. Why, why is this so hard? Yeah, it's not. Um, if they're polarized glasses, polarized sunglasses, you guys, um, those are the worst offender for this. And here's why. So polarized lenses, the polarization is essentially a film that is laminated between two pieces of material. So you'll have a lens, a film, and then a lens. That film will start to heat up while it's in the car and actually start to wrinkle and like distort. And then when you go to look through them again, you can't see as well. Um, so there are reasons for that. Aside from just the heat exposure, it is damaging some types of lenses. So, yeah, guys, don't leave them in the car. So, yeah. Did you have anything else you could think of? Um, no. no. Oh, if you have babies. Okay. The first thing a baby does is go for your glasses. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have two options. I'm going to give you two options. Option number one. Oh, baby. <laughs> right? With the balloons. Baby. Right? <laughs> Option number two. Don't touch my glasses. Mm. My kids never touch my glasses because every time they would go to touch my glasses, don't touch my glasses. Don't touch my glasses. Don't touch Consistency is key. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. you have to make your choice. Mm -hmm. Which one are you gonna do? And I feel with it. I feel like if it's your baby, consistency. Don't touch my glasses. If it's other people's babies, oh, I still say, oh, <laughs> take them off. Oh, okay. Um, right. Well, I mean, at the same time, you don't know how many times you might see said baby. That's that's my thing. Well, if that baby's in my life, okay, yeah, then don't touch my glasses. Don't touch my glasses. <laughs> Um, so I think that was about everything in terms of like general upkeep, mm -hmm. the do's and don'ts of eye care. Don't put your glasses where you put your butt because you're going to forget and then you're going to sit on them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't leave them laying on your bed. Don't put them in the chair. Yeah. And that's why I said that. Like if I'm going to go do something, I purposely take my glasses off and put it on a table. Yeah. Right. So anything where you put a drink. You can put your glasses on. Or if they're not on your face, they're in their case. <laughs> That's that, what I would tell my kids. Yeah. Not on your face, in the case. Uh, uh, that way, if you've got, you know, 
animals running around. Or get yourself one of these. So this holds my phone, right? Yeah. But it can also hold my glasses. I don't think I knew that that thing would hold your glasses before. I didn't either <laughs> until I put them there because I was doing something and I was like, just, sit. I was like, oh, oh, I dig oh, that. it actually holds my glasses. And I got really excited. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, just little things like that. It's the little life. things in life. So it's indie spotlight time. So this week we're not focusing on a designer. Okay. We're focusing on a charity. So this week, um, we are looking into Sight is Right. Yeah, it is. Sight is Right. Um, so this is a 501c3 nonprofit, um, which is a charitable organization. So this was founded by Stephen Stern um, in 2009. He started iCare, like the letter I, like iPhone, I care. Um, so in 2008, he had a volunteer trip, um, to Jamaica and there was a woman that had asked for help with some glasses. He got her a pair of readers and when she put her readers on, she said she could read her Bible for the first time in 10 years. And then she started to cry. Oh, oh my heart. <laughs> yep. Oh. So when that happened and he saw that response, which you yes. and I have both gotten those responses where people can see so clearly something that they haven't seen clearly in forever that they cry mm -hmm. it changes you you really start to kind of have a different appreciation for what site what a gift that actually is um so he started um the eye care program and then in 2017 he expanded because he was trying to expand his outreach um into site is right so in 2017 site is right began so um, in that time, they've had over 1,200 volunteers um, and have had some more, right? Actually, I've got more info for that. Um, and they've helped over 63,000 patients um, in eight countries. So Jamaica, Peru, amazing. right? Jamaica, Peru, Mexico, Turks, uh, Antigua, St. Lucia. <laughs> Is it Lucia or Lucia? Saint Lucia. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. Named after one of the boats that Christopher Columbus. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Check this girl. There you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's actually named after that boat, but one of the boats that Christopher Columbus had was okay. named Santa Lucia. I feel like it would have to be. Right? It would have to it be. Just, it just... It is what it is. Um, and then they've got uh, missions in Barbados and the Bahamas, too. So um, they've had over $14 million in goods, um, services, including glasses. Um, and their whole focus is on eye care, obviously. Um, we should take a mission strip. So their 2024 mission is May 18th to the 26th. Um, they are going to Todos Santos, Baja, California okay. for this, for the next one. Um, the last time that they had a service mission there was in 2019 and for 2024's focus, it's going to be on children's eye care. Um, so to volunteer, it costs, but it includes a lot. All right. So it's $900 donation fee to the mission to fund the program. 
um, in the activities for while you're there. Um, and it does not cover the airfare, but your food and your lodging for the trip will be included. Um, most of your transportation will be included. I think that there's kind of like a little niche about like the airport to lodging portion that's not. But yeah, all your food, breakfast, lunch, dinner, any activities, then the lodging. Um, the registration is open um, until it is full. Um, and I'll have to link that into the show notes. So if anybody does want to do any mission work for Site is Right, it's $900. And you can sign up until the uh, next mission is full. Um, or if you want to donate to Site is Right. Yeah. Um, then you can, it requires PayPal. So you have to have a PayPal account and it is a uh, site is a right.org slash forward slash donate. Um, but yeah, so that's their next mission for 2024. And I think they might do like two missions a year, okay. but right now on their website, they're only showing the first One. mission. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, that's what we're looking at. Um, but that one was recommended. So whenever I took that class earlier this year, uh, the frame making class, uh -huh. I, there was a guy there that works for Essilor in their like charitable. So they have a whole charitable network that I didn't even realize. What? So he does work with Essilor's like charity programs and that's literally all he does. So he and I follow each other on Facebook now and I reached out to him at the beginning of the month and I was like, Hey, like, can you give me some, right. some charities that you would recommend? Um, and he gave me a handful and he said, if I needed more then he could give me more, but he gave me a handful and I ended up on this one. This was probably one of my favorites out of the ones that he listed. Um, super nice guy. He was so nice. Uh, and he has some great stories, Aww. but yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this is where we ended up. Um, and I'll use some of the other ones again later. I ended up doing some research on those. But yeah, you guys, um, hopefully this one was informative for you. I know it might be a little bit on the boring side, but there's a lot of good info. <laughs> um, and make sure that you guys, if you have any extra funds that you do want to donate, remember, you know, most donations are going to be tax deductible. Um, and this would be a great cause. So make sure you guys check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week because Christmas time is rolling up. So I'll see what I feel like chatting about. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we got today. Lucy is going to go take a nap when I'm done. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good time. So yeah, be great. thanks for joining us, you guys. And we hope that your Thanksgiving was awesome and that as we are rolling into the primary holiday season that nobody is too stressed out and anxious. And, uh, yeah, if you are talk to somebody. Yeah. Talk but, to somebody. Talk to this check. Um, <laughs> tell us what you had for Thanksgiving, especially if you eat something weird. Ooh, okay. And yeah. I'm not saying weird, like, ew, nasty, but like different. Like I'm going to have Korean and Guatemalan food. Yeah. In my Thanksgiving. So if you do something that's not your normal mashed potatoes, turkeys. I think not. that we're doing a very Polish German Thanksgiving. Yeah. My my husband's uh, mom is uh, part German. So it's always going to be something festive. We're going to have a candlelight Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh. So yeah, guys. We'll see you back next week. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back later. Bye. Bye.